Bonjour, bonjour, mes amis, aujourd'hui. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> Spell my coffee everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, lads. Sorry. I was thinking of, uh, I was inspired by Del Boy Trotter there. Um, welcome back to another episode of Covered It, folks. Um, this is a podcast brought to you by Quack Golf. Um, we are the Cover Boys. I am joined today by Will. How are you doing, Will? I'm not too bad at all. Nice to be back. Small sabbatical. <laughs> um, and I am also joined by our resident cover boy, which sounds very weird. But Ben, how are you doing? I'm good. I am good, Patrick. I'm pumped to be back. It's yeah. Wednesday morning. It's 7.35. What a time. The sun is shining. The sun is I'm, shining. I'm, I'm just in good spirits the last few days since the sun's come out. Yeah. Summer golf is really upon us now. And... We've got a we ha, we've had a good stretch of weather but weather back here for the last week so there's been lots of golf played that's probably why we're doing this on a Wednesday morning yeah um okay so this pod as I said is brought to you by Quack Golf and lads I think it's time now I don't know what are we episode fourteen to oh no we're like I think this might be seventeen not a chance Ben if you episode... if you include the interviews and stuff. Oh yeah, okay. They're definitely to be included. Well, anyway, look, yeah. I think it's time to just ask you lads about Quack a little bit. I saw a a TikTok this week that I thought was very impressive. Um, Ben, where you were basically making the point that a lot of your golf clothing is made in the same factories as some of the bigger brands, um, and um, so I think you made a point about the shorts. And I think I've heard you say before that the, are your shorts made at the same factory as Footjoy or something like that, or Titleist or one of those yokes? I I won't name brands, Patrick, but they are made at. Uh, well, I can name eating. brands because I'm yeah. not part of Quack, so yeah, that's, their that's, their shorts are made at the same factory as Feetjoy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> among but, others, um, and like if that, you could that's... if you could enlighten us, Ben, on that. Well, yeah, that's kind of the the hardest part about running a golf brand at the very start is basically finding good suppliers, finding people who are going to make your quality product and who are going to deliver it on times mm. on time. And like, we're still like, we're still at the moment going through issues where we can't work with suppliers because they don't do that. But a couple of the ones we have, we know for a fact, make high end, high quality golf gear mm. for other brands, making yeah. the exact same thing for us. And then it just comes down to like branding and marketing and the price you set for it. Uh, on the supplier front as well, like it's you don't just end up finding the perfect supplier and then that's it it's like mm. you've, you've got to you've got to do your time and like we've gone through quite a few of them now at this stage and you you trial by error and i think <clears throat> once you find out that you know the information that we have like yes they do make other brand golf gears there it's it there is literally no difference between us and ours and theirs only yeah. to go to back to price and i think um, as well for us, like customer feedback drives a lot of our product development rather than um, the bigger brands. Like we we take on board all of those comments and posts about like, oh, the sh or particularly when people buy products off us, they do message us on Instagram and let us know like this would be cool or this would be cool. And we take yeah, constantly yeah. take those on board and try to mold the products for future around that. So whether they want stretchier shorts or less yeah, stretchy, yeah, yeah. this type of belt or that type of belt. It it's a like it's a 
for us, for me, so I deal with the suppliers daily and it's this really fine line of finding the very best supplier, but also the supplier that's not going to let you down. Mm. And like we're, we're much smaller. We're not producing half the amount of stuff that these bigger companies are doing. So you're trying to work, build up a trust with a supplier that they'll work with you, even though you're not doing as big minimums as the likes of FootJoy or Druids and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a fine line of just trying to find the right supplier that can, that can, continue to create high quality product but we can kind of i can stand over all our products and say yeah i know that they're just as good as any other brand out there exactly and i think uh i always used to remember you saying um over the last few years that a big one for you is trying to make the next drop of clothes or the next line of clothes better than the last one mm. um and i think you've always done that like you know every time you release a new pair of shorts or the next generation of shorts they're always better than the last one and they're always there's always like a feature um that is better um, yeah and like being being a couple of the guys running a golf brand who don't really have a background in uh design yeah. or fashion or stuff like that we're very bad at planning too far in advance so we're mm. we we always want to plan a couple of drops in advance but the way it works out is that we create a sample that we really like and then suddenly we're like okay we got to get that to market yeah, because yeah. that's so nice and then we put up a few pictures on instagram people are like okay when's that coming when's that coming um so i think a goal for us now and like moving forward over the next 12 months so like right now i'm trying to plan what we're going to release in our autumn winter yeah. kind of drop that next year yeah. and i'd like to kind of get 12 months in advance so you're you're always two drops ahead in your planning but mm. it's just difficult it's like it's, yeah. it's not something i ever thought that i would be doing and mm. i think as, as a few guys trying to run a golf company it's it's yeah it's a learning curve but it's good it's fun it's all about uh building a community and all that so um yeah if you're listening um why not try out some quack golf gear and you'll get a 15 percent discount with the discount code covered it covered it all capital letters nailed it shani there you go so um yeah that's nice i'd say we'll we'll get into the shout outs now so the first shout out that I have is, I'm just looking at my notes here. It's Lola in the <laughs> fields. A, ba- a big shout out to Munster Rugby um, with a huge win against um, against Leinster. Um, we, we we are back um, and we, we'll be going down to the Stormers there and giving them a, giving them a right crack. Um, are, are we back? Yeah. Well, we're official. <laughs> We're back for this week, anyway. Um, did, you, did you see? Uh, did you see all the Stormer team were like cheering when they were cheering? Yeah. 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 Well, my dad actually rang me about that, and he was like, "Did you see those Stormers? They think they're gonna. They think they're gonna have it easy against us." Did you see they're they're selling some tickets for like two euro thirty five, like the equivalent in South African really? land? Just they just want to fill the place up. Yeah. I wonder. Which is such a good how, such a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many monster boys will get down there. It'll be t- it's tough. Like it'll be expensive. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. I was yeah, watching the match in uh, in the Lions Den down in South County Dublin with uh, my future brother-in-law and father-in-law. And in fairness to Kate's dad, he was he was shouting for Monster, screaming for Monster. He was ringing the bell. I played him. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, Jesus, was great to see those Leinster lads losing anyway. But uh, yeah. we we won't get into that. Hopefully, we won't. Hopefully, we won't lose a few listeners over that. <laughs> um. Next shout out has to go to one of our boys. Um. Uh, like what a way to respond to the criticism and the abuse, the vile abuse that he got last week. Brendan Lawler, G4D Open champion. Go on, Brendan, boy. Yeah, that was class. It was actually way. really. There was a really good highlights 
package on Sky last night. Mm. Not sure if you saw it, but I'm sure it'll be replayed. But great coverage for the two of them. Like unbelievable golf. Like yeah. the, again, it's it's hard to like comprehend just how good they are with disabilities. Like I yeah, don't know. Yeah. It's just we as golfers can't get around without hitting into the bush once around. Yeah, and these these yeah. guys are playing like level par, a couple under par. It's crazy. So yeah. incredibly high standard. Fair play to Kip. Yeah, there, repping, be Kip on the crack. last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really exciting. It's good. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Um. So yeah, everyone like uh, Brendan Lawler beat our friend of the pod Kip Popert on the last hole to win the G40 Open. Um, and if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure to catch up on the episode last we are well this week I suppose with uh our friend Kip Popert. He was great crack and very inspirational. So I would highly recommend you to go back and listen to the episode previous to this one. Um, we must get Brendan on. Yeah, oh, I have yeah. to get Brendan on. That was uh, what a way to respond to, like, what mm. a week to do it. Like, fair play, Chibi. Um, okay, next shout out to our boy. He's been promoted to my stable, John Murphy. He's made a cut. Come on, John. Well done. He's back. And it's not just he's made a cut. He made, he missed ten cuts in a row on the DP World. Was it? And then, but also in that ten, did he miss two on the Challenge Tour? I think he said. Yeah. So twelve cuts in a row, and then he blasted back with a Saturday sixty-five. Was it or was it Friday sixty-five? Anyway, Saturday sixty-five. Saturday sixty-five. Come on, John. He's from Kinsale. Tony Finau is relegated. John Murphy (laughs) is in the stable. He's in. He made it. He made such a funny tweet. The DP World Tour tweeted saying, "Oh, like congrats to John making a cut." Like he went after ten weeks. And John replied, being like, it was nice of you to not include the two that I also missed on the I challenge know, tour. <laughs> but um, like that is golf, isn't it? It's just it's just a hard old game sometimes. And like fair second play to you, John. It is. It is a hard game. Go stick yeah, at it. Stick Hopefully out. a couple of good weeks from John now. Hopefully he Come kicks on, on. So big fans. We are cheering you on here, John. Um okay, any shout outs from, from the boys? Any have you played any golf this week, Sean? I think you had a good round of golf last oh, weekend, yeah, did you? I did. I actually, I was robbed in the medal. I shot 73 in the medal and missed out on the lowest gross due to, it went to a back nine count back. We had the same back nine and then it goes to a back six count back and I lost it on the back six count back. So what, what that would have been your... annoying. 73 is one over par, right? couple over couple over but i was saying to scott actually last night that obviously port marnock links is a new course and we haven't had a medal yet and i was thinking surely the course record has to be in a stroke play <laughs> event so am i a co-course record holder i think so i think we can tweet that Scott yeah. was saying, Scott was saying, no, 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 no. You, oh no, Stanford, oh no, no. You can get a course record in a general. Surely you can't have a course record in a general play round, or a Stableford event. So the medal was a stroke play, yeah. It was the yeah. first stroke play. I would, I thought anyway. It's the first medal I think on the new course. Shani, I think you're the course record holder at the links. I'm oh, the coveredest sure. course record holder. Yeah, yeah. well, co course record holder. Um, another uh, good golfer in our club, Alan McCarthy, beat me on with the, his back six count back. So, so you're uh, down to and you're in, into the twos. Uh, two point four, yeah. So that's me out of junior cup mixture. Senior cup, baby. Here we come. <laughs> he came Over. and did it. 
yeah. <laughs> or fly. It would be so annoying now if I went straight. If I went, if I flew all the way back up to the seven or eight next year, and I couldn't <laughs> play junior cup. You're you're playing senior cup this weekend, aren't you, Sean? Uh, the, no, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel tomorrow night. That nobody wanted to play, so um, they called me in to play Barton Shield tomorrow night, which is foursomes. Or sorry, tonight, which is foursomes. Unreal. So we're playing against yeah. Castleknock, and Castleknock are apparently a very strong team. <laughs> plus, 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 plus is all I'm hearing. So, listen, sport isn't played on paper, so we give it a lash. Sure, or we'll... Not about the two. Not about the two. Yeah. Yeah. They're not the course record holder of what Marnie King is. Anyway, enough about my golf or your golf or anyone else's golf. Let's start talking about professional golf. Yes. Um, yes. So, it's major week. Um, before, just before we get into the PGA Championship, which is obviously on this week, big congrats to another one of my former boys, Jason Day. Um, oh, good win. Great. Mm. Yeah, it's great. It's great to see him back. I, I've, I remember. I feel like when he was in his pomp, like say ten years ago, and he was knocking around world number one. I wasn't really a big fan. Just something I just, I kind of disliked him. And now I'm like big J Day fan. Love to see him back there. I loved seeing him like talking so openly about nearly quitting and like the struggles yeah. he was going through it's great to see it's just like a redemption story i love it mm. it's great to see him back i thought he was he was so composed when he won that mm. like obviously he's in the clubhouse because mm. it was lashing rain but like you know you'd think after all that time getting a finally getting a win again he was he was real grounded i thought it was just yeah i know that they are in anyway but just as a yeah. That was like a blast of emotion. I'm sure he let it out somewhere, but I was surprised not to see him do it on uh, on TV. I think he's the fellow um, lower back injury man, is he? Is yeah, that he is, ha- yeah. Is that what happened to him? I think in the kind it, of that peak of his career. They were they were saying there towards some of the the last few holes that like, like they literally had to rip down hit the way he used to swing the golf club. Yeah, and then they rebuilt it in a way that wasn't putting his back under massive amount of pressure and so he essentially had to like not learn the game again but like definitely change different angles all that Mm. kind of stuff and it's like now can i believe the biggest point was he could now practice the amount that he wants to 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 be great again and Mm. clearly clearly it's paid off i think he had vertigo for a while as well remember he couldn't bend over to take the ball out of the hole he had to like yeah he had to like bend at the knee and just like squat down that's that was mad. Wild. I'm 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 personally very afraid of heights, but well, I'm not afraid of my own height, seeing as I'm a small fella. But that was mad, wasn't it? He 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 was afraid of his own height. He couldn't pick the ball up from the, from the hole. <laughs> Poor old Jason. But he's back. He's back, just like Monster. Hey. Um. Okay. So we're into major week PGA Championship, Oak Hill. Um. I think it's a bit of a brute of a course. I've seen a all the clips that are coming out on social media this week, the grass, as, as always with major week, you see the, the clips of the rough and the rough is huge or whatever. Mm. But I've heard pros talk about talk this week about the actual individual blades of grass are huge. So like, they're that, fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Look, I, it was on the no laying up pod where I heard this, but um, yeah, they were, they, they're even down to the individual blades of grass are chunky these days. Now I have, seen the clips online that the, the rough is obviously going to play very very rough or yeah the rough is going to play very very deep um but um i think it's long and straight this week is going to win it yeah it looks like a ball a ball strikers golf course Big yeah. apparently so it's up it's up in rochester 
which is like upstate New York. Mm. Apparently it's it's like up to like a month ago, it was relatively cold and wet and a little bit slushy and just probably not the right time of year. Like the US, USPGA where it used to be probably would have been better situated yeah. to there. Yeah. But it got switched. So it'd be interesting to see how it plays, but... Yeah, um, it won't be firm and fast. Maybe it's kind of like the majors kind of crept up on us. It's it absolutely. I don't really <laughs> care about it to be honest. I know um, it's strange, isn't it? Um, the excitement levels are. It feels like it's just a regular PJ Tour event, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um. Do you yeah. remember? Uh, on our majors pod, we did some predictions. You, oh, yeah, you, I was going to ask can, who. Can either of you remember who you picked for this this major? I think I might have gone Max Homa. You did. Okay. Um, I, I am happy with that. I, I picked. I picked a guy who didn't get into the field. Oh no, he's injured, so he's not playing. I know all about that. Who was it? Willie Z. Is is Willie Z injured again? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's out for the year. Yeah, he's not. Is he? What's wrong with him? Mm. Back issues. I'm trying to t- remember who I picked. You picked JT. Will I think that's oh, a pretty yeah. good bet. That's a good, good, good pick. Yeah. Rain and champ. So I might I might just throw in a uh, a live player as a replacement for mine just to like spice it up. Um, yeah, Brooksy, Thomas Peters. Why not? Thomas Peters. Oh, wow, that was that top of mind, or how did you come up with that? I just wanted a random live player. I I, I and I like Brooks, Thomas Brooksy Peters this week. Do you know what? I'd love to see Joel Damon with it. <laughs> yeah. Joel Damon. Every interviewer I see Joel Damon do, he's just like, yeah, well, I'm playing crap, so uh, you know, I don't. <laughs> I would bet on me this week. So yeah, but um. I fancy Brooksy this week. Just looking at the odds, John Ram and Scheffler are the favourites with Rory behind him. I don't understand this, but Xander is the fourth favourite on his own. So it goes Ram, Scheffler, Rory just behind them, and then Xander behind them on his own. Is Xander playing good golf? Like he, he's well, never, like, he's he's done nothing. Yeah, but he's he, just, he 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 he's a professional. Come sixth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's always yeah, yeah. Yeah, eventually he'll convert one of them. Like. Well, actually, then maybe that's why he's his odds are. Here, as Rory's coming in under the radar, like let's just say it quietly. Every every time, man. I am ready. <laughs> no, to I'm get on the first again. I don't care. Yeah, I'm on the train. I want Rory McIlroy is the most aesthetically pleasing golfer to watch ever. So I, I, I agree. He's just I like the, best. the swings unreal and stuff. But I just I really want him to just be better. I want him to yeah. be like Tiger dominant for two <laughs> years. Will also, Will, what were you telling me about your rugby coach when you were younger during the week? What did he say to oh, <laughs> He just stared me dead in the eye once when we were doing a thing and he just he looked at me and he just looked dead in the eye. Everyone went quiet and he just goes, Will, I just need you to be better. <laughs> That's not helpful. That, Did it work? He should be. He should be Roy McIlroy's yeah. McEnroy's caddy. Yeah, just stare him dead in the eye and just say, "Rory, I need you to be better." I'm going to say that to Will next time we play golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just need you to be better. Um, what about Big Vic? Yeah. Did you yeah. see him arriving at the airport, looking like an exchange student? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> the European tour. Put up a video of a couple of guys coming through, like Max Homa and Colin, and Vic just showed up with his like headphones around his he- around his neck, like a pair of jeans, and he's just wandering around the airport. He honestly looks like an exchange student. <laughs> college. I, 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 I always laugh at this. Like we're gonna probably put up the title of this podcast, something called like PGA Championship Preview. Some fellas <laughs> are gonna listen to it and go, "What the hell is this?" Um, but yeah, uh, let's let's move on. Let's keep going with the previews. Uh, yeah, Cam Smith is playing. Um, 
again, I I think this is a yeah, this is long and straight. So I I, I prefer Cam Young this week to Cam Smith. Mm. I don't know. I don't like Cam Young without the beard. Kind of scares me. Yes, I, could, I didn't even recognize him. Um, like I I don't think I don't think the live guys are playing to the same standard as the PGA guys. Uh, maybe maybe yeah. seven oh. seventeen of them playing. I think. Mm. Do you not fancy Brooks this week though? No. No. Okay. He's got too much on his mind. Jenna's pregnant. What's <laughs> going she... on? Yeah. Okay, too much going on there. Um maybe Matt Fitz. Matt Fitz is a bomber now. Uh he's gonna win the open this year. Is he? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he can't do both. Um well finally, um I know I've just relegated from my stable, but um that was well merited by bringing John Murphy in. But Tony Fino, eighteen to one. What do you reckon? He's a winner now. Like he's a he's a yeah. killer. Yeah, maybe he'll fulfill his potential as Netflix depicted. Um, Matt Fitz said he played one of the par threes this week. It was 2.30 into the wind and he hit a three wood. You, It's rare you would ever hear of a professional golfer hitting a three wood on a par three. So that would tell you. Yeah. That's tough. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It must be like Castle Knock, is it? <laughs> I, I also just... Long. No matter how long a par three is, I refuse to hit a wood on it. I, I will. Yeah, I know. I will come up forty yards short with the four iron, just out of sheer ignorance. I don't know why. When you get onto a par three tee box that you know is outside of your limitations, you're like, I can get it there. <laughs> I can get it there. Will, how did you get on last night in your match? Oh, we lost three and two. Yeah. Speaking well, of par threes, um, yeah, it's just tough. Like you know, when you when you when you go out there. And you have two relatively low handicappers playing two mid handicappers. Mm. It's tough, like giving seven shots over, and then they, in so, fairness to them, like they played really, really well. But like Scott and I were one over turning. Oh, well, we, were, good we were one down. Match. Yeah. You know. Uh, so what was it? Foursomes every second shot. Yeah. Yeah. That's that is fun though. Yeah. It's pity it's great to be knocked out early. It is. It is because it is a very fun format. And like Scott did the par threes. Um, and fairness, he he was probably six inches from a hole in one on the, the first one, so we we had our tails up. Um, but like two birds on the front nine, and we were still one down. So mm. they just they just played well, played yeah. well. Uh, if you if you want to do well in that, you need to go low and high, like or like yeah. if you can get someone around oh, three, and three, four, yeah. and get someone around twelve. That's kind of yeah. the ideal. And like so, yeah, and someone who's heavily on the way down. Yeah, that still yeah. holds a high handicap, you know. Absolutely. Um, but look, fair play to them. They, I think they won it last year, so I'm sure no, they probably beat us. So, Shani, <laughs> they did. Uh, they didn't, but they did win it. Yeah, they're a good, good <laughs> team. Um, another man heavily on his way down this week down to Los Angeles. Yeah, which doesn't make sense at all. But Ben, you were <laughs> at the, bet you were at the U.S. Open qualifier in Walton Heath yesterday please tell i was so the so the it was the us open final qualifier so i think at the start of qualifying there's 10,000 people enter and like it slowly gets whittled down if you're in the top if you're in the world top 400 you automatically get into the final qualifier okay um which i think is fair enough cuz you're one of the best 400 golfers in the world so I went down to walton heath um uh, Mateus Gradecki, quack player was playing he was looking to get it um and then also a player i managed dion was playing so there was seven spots up uh for grabs out of i think 83 players in the end wasn't as big as i thought and honestly if you want 
if you want to go to a golf event and you just want to watch really good high quality golf that is the best event you'll ever go to no ropes there's no ropes it's pretty much a european tour field it's 36 holes like so ross it, fisher it's was definitely playing. a european tour field i was looking at the oh field. yeah they're all yeah, I saw, yeah like yeah. ross fisher I'm actually so surprised, like, Ben. Sorry, before you get into it, why there was was there not was there a lot of crowds there or no one there? It looked like there was no one there. So I was there for both rounds. I got there probably about half eight in the morning, and there there wasn't many. There was like yeah. 10, 15 people with Ross Fisher. Ross is a local lad. He plays around the corner and plays in Walter okay. Heath quite a lot. Um, by the second eighteen, he, Ross probably had a crowd of two hundred fifty people with him. Oh wow! He was the only. He was the main group of the crowd. Every other group just had like a handful of people with them mm. generally like managers friends whatever mm. so if you weren't if you if you weren't that interested in seeing ross fisher then it was ideal like i walked <laughs> i walked the fairway beside dion the whole time chatting yeah. to him chatting to his nice. Buddy. nice like you're standing six yards from them every time they're hitting the shot like that's, it, that's it's honestly the best it's the best event you could go to there's like like i said there's no ropes you get up close you can see everyone you can you literally just walk down the fairway behind them and sorry and were you able to walk beside Dion that close because you were his manager or just anybody could have been right uh, beside you? Any, literally anyone can do it, yeah. So wow. like caddies have a bit of a job because there's you get a lot of people kind of wandering around because they it's because there's no ropes, people are walking across fairways. So caddies are constantly like, okay, lads, can we just hold it for a second while he takes wow. his putt? Yeah. Well he takes his putt to try and get into the US Open. Can you can you relax? And like yeah. people are just walking their dogs around the course and everything. It's wow. it's very chilled. Um, um, so did, did you hear any caddy player conversation? Just about to ask that. Yeah. It's just, it's like, because, you know, we play golf, we obviously make our own decisions. And even if we get a caddy on our bag when we're playing in, say, like a team match, you're still making your own decisions on yardages because the guy yeah. doesn't know you. Yeah. When you listen to the player-caddy interaction, the caddy knows their golf game as good as they do. So, like... Yeah. Dion will say, oh, I think I want to hit this four iron. And Jason is like, I honestly no. think you should go five iron. I think five yeah. iron is better. Yeah. And like, Dion will trust him and say, yeah, okay, and go for it. Um, so it's interesting just hearing that. Like, they're, it's not one one person making the decision. Like, the caddy knows just as much about the golf game and is as confident of the player executing the shot. So, like, he'll, he'll mm. seriously suggest, okay, you need to this, That's need to that. Um, and because it's, so because it's 36 holes and the top seven go through, players are going out there just attacking pins so you're just you're like yeah like walton heath's pretty good there was quite a few gettable par fives so like dion made a eagle on the front nine on the first 18 um and like made quite a few birdies and it's just it's cool to watch them like play really attacking golf and just get it done did you did you put on your your heathland golf shoes instead of your links or parkland or I did, yeah. I was doing a lot of walking through the Heathland. <laughs> did it? Could did anyone explain to you what a Heathland course is? No, but I kind of I got a grasp that it's just like heather. Heather, okay. Can, does that work? Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, it's probably yeah. fair enough. Um, and I suppose people are probably really wondering now. So, do you want to maybe just touch on who Dion is and how you came to manage him and and who who you work for and and that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, so uh, Dion Germishais, he's a South African. I'm probably butchering his surname, but that's how he says it to me. Um, he's a South African guy. He got his tour card. He finished 20th on the Challenge Tour last year. So that got him into the European Tour. So he's played pretty much all the European Tour events so far this year. Um, a friend of ours set up an agency, had a couple of players he was managing, and then he got a job offer somewhere else. So I stepped in and I now manage those players. 
so yesterday was a good buzz. It's Dion. He won the won the event overall, so he got in. Um, it's his, it'll be his first time going to a major now next week to, mm. or in three weeks to Los Angeles. Um, and like, so my my job, I just make sure that he's in the right place at the right time on the right flights like do a bit of commercial stuff for him all that sort of thing so big job just next sent, few weeks well he just sent me through the invite there which is quite cool it's like congratulations you're going to the us open wow this is where you this is where you book your courtesy car this is where we suggest you stay like this is what you do for the week so it's 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 does it say where even, where we come into all this yeah where do we exactly. stay just out of interest <laughs> say you know it, shani what? stays at the course record <laughs> holder from port marnock links where does he go <laughs> What's what's interesting is that I look after a challenger player, and it, it's so it's inter- we'll we'll get Dion on some stage to talk about it. But the the step up from say the perks you get as a challenge tour to then you go to the European tour and it's next level, and then you go to major and it's next level again. Like it's mm. challenge tour is kind of fend for yourself. This is where you, this is the hotel you should stay in. European tour is okay. This is get your lift from here. We'll organize all that. Major is like here's your courtesy car. Wow. here's here's your free bag of swag here's all that sort of stuff wow um so it's cool it'll be his first major so it's it'll be exciting can i get his free um, rangefinder that he gets in his locker i'll i'll see what i can do for you <laughs> um <laughs> that is so cool yeah so no it was good it was it was such a buzz yesterday and then he obviously came in at 10 under uh, and ross fisher and a few others were around nine under so we were kind of anxiously waiting for kind of half an hour just to make sure but i think we were we kind of knew that 10 was definitely going to get in and then ended up being the winning score so he's the medalist which was cool 10 under yeah how many other players so six players was it six players and then so there there were seven spots up for grabs and then two alternates so i think the so it was minus 10 minus nine and minus eights got in automatically and then there was four guys on minus seven including tom mckibben so we went to a went to a four hole playoff, which was really cool because then there was a crowd of 500 people watching these four guys play. So they played the first on the new course, which was a par three or short part, drivable par four. Hmm. One guy got knocked out. Then they went and played the 17th on the old course, which was a par three. Uh, Another guy got knocked out and then they had to keep playing to decide who was alternate one and who was alternate two. Because generally alternates get into majors. So then, who were these? Was uh, Ross Fisher in this thing? No, no, he... Ross had qualified. So Tom McKibben okay. was one. Uh, Callum Hill was another player. I can't remember the other two players. Okay, okay. Um, Jens, Jens Dantorp, no, he, he won the uh, Challenge Tour last year, or did he? I, th- I saw he was high up there. I think he might already got through automatically. Straight through. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. So they. So Tom McKibben played this other guy for about four holes. They they kept having holes. Until oh. eventually, uh, Tom was beaten. Unfortunately, so Tom will be That's second alternate. But there's a real good chance, like someone will pull out injured. So there's a real good chance that Tom will get in as an alternate. Mm. So, fingers, so fingers he, crossed for him. Will he? Will he be like so? Tom McKibben will 100% be flying out there anyway. Will he? He'll he'll travel. I'd say yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's but probably he'll probably get an inkling to like okay, this guy is on the on the fence. He's not sure if he's going to play. Yeah. So I'd say there's a very good chance that Tom gets in. So fingers crossed. But God, he's some ball striker. With just Tom those McKibben. couple of holes that I watched him play, like yeah, yeah, he just hits a pure. Um, for for like a fairly, like he's not he's not exactly very stocky, he's tall, kind of gangly, but like kind of absolutely pure as the ball. So Oof. fingers crossed he gets it's in. Not nothing better than watching live golf up close and just oh. hearing hearing that noise. It's so cool. Lads, next time we play golf together, can you just tell me to slow my swing down because <laughs> they just... swing it 
so slowly and they hit the ball so far. Smooth. Yeah. Like yeah. Dion was playing with a French guy called Julian, Julian, Julian Brune, I think. And the amount of times they would hit it 300 out the middle and they'd be six feet away from each other. Yeah. Like it's not just that they were hitting the fairway, they were hitting the middle of the fairway. It, mm. it's, it's, it almost looks boring there. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah. So, Ben, um, the US Open is on when you have a previously arranged trip to St. Andrews, I think, isn't it? So, what's, go- what's going on here? Are you going to you gonna fly from Scotland to LA? Unsure, unsure. I don't know if I'll be able to make the trip to LA, but I would like to. But, uh, yeah, yeah we, we, we got our first round of golf on Friday afternoon in St. Andrews on a father and son trip, and we're there for kind of five days. Okay, so Very good. There's a chance he could go to LA, say Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and fly straight to Edinburgh. So we'll see. We I'm could, sure Gian will send you a few pictures anyway. We could reroute yeah. the trip and all play in the US Open. Dermot <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. I'm pretty sure that he's got high if odds. I just, if I just screen, if I screenshot the invite, just like show yeah. show it at the gate, they'll let you in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could play around the corner in Rave or one of those places. Yeah, yeah. I'll set those you up. Places. I'll set you up. Yeah. Okay, so um, that was very interesting. Thank you, Ben. Mm. Um, and I think this week then we are on to the our favourite sixth hole in Ireland. Um, I have absolutely nothing for this, and I haven't. I have actually tried, but I f- are, is the sixth hole where you kind of hide maybe a bad hole? Do you know you kind of generally remember the for opening holes? Forget a few in the middle. You remember the turn. You know the tenth. And you'll kind of generally remember a few in the back nine, but six to eight are kind of... Mm. It's, a, it's a connecting hole. Yeah, yeah. So what do we have? Well, it's it's pity that Scott's not here because yeah. he could he could talk for hours about his favourite sixth hole. And it is my favourite sixth hole as well. Maybe it's as well he's not here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh, the sixth in Critch Island, everyone's heard the story, but Scott had a hole in one there in a, yeah. in a hurricane. We don't um, it's a majestic par three cut out on the middle of is that the Atlantic Ocean? Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> Let's not it's get into super, maritime. So. <laughs> I would think it was, is it the North Sea? No. Oh no. Mm, I don't know. Like <laughs> the seas wrap around countries, or let's stop. Let's stop there. <laughs> um, I have. I, I look. I'm a big fan of that one. I think that one could take it, and we need a par three as well. And mm. in the vein of needing a par three. Um, on this front nine that we're picking, I've always loved the sixth and Corbulus. Five and six and Corbulus are my favourite holes. Um, uh, six and Corbulus is the one, the par three that you have to walk down oh, yeah. into and then back up past the people that are waiting on the tee box behind you. Um, That's a great, cool, I love that cool hole. hole. Great view. Um, I just won't have a bad word said about Corbulus. I love it. So um, six and Corbulus is what I have. Will, do you have anything? Yeah, I actually have two. Um... The first one is obviously um, Critch Island. Mm. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, that part three, particularly, we played it again, I think recently with just a few of us. And my God, just we got it on. And the sun was coming down over the back of the hole and it was, it was, it was unreal. And my other one is a course that I myself am the only one to play. Um out of the group and it's Lockern and it's hole six and it's a lovely oh. par five down the hill and if you have a look at it you will see it's like a pimple sticking out into a lake and it's absolutely stunning 
Um, oh, I have seen that one. Yeah. Oh, the, is that their signature? It is their oh. signature hole. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. And it was it was absolutely uh, a very very fun hole and very memorable hole. So I put that in there as well for to to enhance the competition. Very good. You know what we we forgot on the on the fifth holes was um, Ross's point. Yes, and um, the big drive hole off mm. the route. Off the big high is thing it, is that the I one called the jump? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah but I think for this one, I'm not sure. I don't think any of us have played La Hinch, have we? And I think is the sixth in La Hinch a big one? The, the sixth in La Hinch is a big one, I believe. Yeah, we're really letting down the people by not having played La Hinch because there's yeah. so many La Hinch holes. Yeah, podcast for the people by idiots. Um, yeah, we'll, so... we'll squeeze La Hinch one in later on. I think. I think. I think it. we should. We should. We should all go to La Hinch this year this yeah. summer yeah. Uh, I'd agree with you Ben hard to turn that down um, okay well let's go with Critch then we've got a par 3 finally we might have to oh, go finally. I reckon if, even if we get a par 3 in the 8th um, we'll be doing well do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. for course wise unless we want a par 78 mm. um, okay so we'll just finish it off on golf Twitter what's been going on what has been going on this week um, well, I did see that Seed Golf had today's golfer rate and test their balls. And they said that Seed Golf balls are as good as any balls they've tested. And they've tested them all. So if you want to get yourself some Seed Golf balls, you can use our discount code there also. Uh, covered it, all caps. So, it's a fact um, that I, I lose less golf balls using Seed than any other brand. <laughs> Ben Griffin, uh, who we love on TikTok, Ben, he did a great Monday at the PGA Championship TikTok. Um, his videos are just brilliant because they basically just show you exactly what it's like to be a professional golfer. And it was like what you were saying there about the courtesy cars. He just landed at the airport and there was someone waiting for him with a courtesy car. From, yeah. uh, you know, um, it, it, it had 10 miles on it. It was literally a brand new, uh, yeah. was it a, a Cadillac yeah, no, or something? Showed yeah, up or something. yeah, yeah. It's deadly. Yeah. When when we went to Wentworth at that time, like obviously BMW sponsored that aggressively, and uh, when we sh- everywhere you went, Shani was just like these some of the most incredible, yeah, beam beam cars. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shani, give me your thoughts on there being an internal out of bounds at a major I was, championship. I was just looking at this. So okay, PJ Championship this week. There's an internal out of bounds, but. There's a sign to explain the internal out of bounds, which I'm just looking at it and I'm reading it and I'm I'm thinking, have they used four or five sentences to just basically say that there's an internal out of bounds? It, so it says it, the it's sign like says the, it's like the sign company were were charging per word, per but word. they were in charge of it. <laughs> so listen to this, folks. It says during the play of hole number six, a ball that lies on hole number seven fairway is out of bounds for hole number six. Regards, PJ Championship Rules Committee. It's like, can you not just put up the out of bounds signs? Or it's fairway seven. Yeah, internal OB. <laughs> internal out of bounds. It's like, okay, um, but that will be mad. I don't think I've ever watched. I, I don't think I've ever watched any professional event with an internal out of bounds. I hate it. I hate internal out of bounds. It's the worst rule in golf. Yeah, yeah. design because, golf course. The yeah, right, the right way. Yeah. I I believe the an internal out of bounds is for safety for player safety so that you don't play up intentionally up another fairway and endanger other golfers but in my 
opinion. If I'm going to snap hook it, I'm going to snap hook it. If I'm going to slice it, I'm going to slice it. I'm not going to... It's not safer to put internal out of bounds out there, in my opinion. I, I, I'm with you, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We've all ruined our score on 13 in the internal out of bounds. In the next, yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's gone now, thankfully. Yeah. Um, another thing I'm seeing here from Kevin Markham on Twitter... Um, he was in Ard, Ard Glass this week, and lads, we have to go up there. It looks fucking class. Bear and Baltray. Yeah. Um, but I've just seen in one of his pictures in Ard Glass is that they have a cannon on the first tee. So we need to get onto them and ask them where we can buy our own cannon for Ring and Anne when we open open the new Ring and Anne. I wonder, do you buy a cannon? Like, or are they the sort of things that just get gifted down, you know? I'd imagine it was there since. 18 whatever mm. but I, I'm sure somebody could source a cannon for us it needs to be working though you know this one looks like it's been there a while and wouldn't really yeah. fire anymore yeah Um. anything else lads Um. yesterday I was sat in player dining and I went to get some some lunch in between the rounds Ooh. and uh, I sat down at a table there was like two tables beside each other and, and opposite the other side of the table sat by himself was Tapo Pul- Pulkonen you know the Finnish guy yeah. who wears the like trilby hats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was chatting to him. I was like, "Oh, how'd you get on?" He was like, "Oh, yeah, like two under, not not great, but I'll have to go low." And then he goes, "What did you shoot?" I was like, <laughs> oh, "Tapio, don't uh, don't humor me, please. You know I'm not a player." <laughs> you should have. Oh, you said, you know? oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I broke ninety. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's so funny. I thought that was good. Oh, that's brilliant. Um. Oh, that's so good. Uh, I see here, th- there was a few Tiger clips this week on Twitter and TikTok and all sorts, because I think the Taylor the TaylorMade gang got together recently and did a lot of shoot uh, filming. But um, there's one where Tiger and Scotty Scheffler are talking and Tiger's obviously had has just hit a few iron shots and Scheffler is like, where are your divots? And Tiger is like, well, why do you take a divot? And he was just basically telling Scotty Scheffler that when, when he's playing well, he doesn't take divots. And I've heard stories about this in the past. Darren Clark tells a story where he was on the range one time and Tiger hit 24 irons and walked off. And then Darren Clark walked back up to where Tiger was hitting his ball and the, the grass was all, there was no, there wasn't a single divot there. Like imagine, how does he hit four irons without taking a divot? Um, like the, that is, it's ridiculous. The, that's like, what we've been precision. taught. Yeah. yeah. Like he said, when he's flushing it, he doesn't take a divot. Like we will never know how good he was, really. I did. I saw a tweet about um, which it was someone was like reply with with which which athlete which athlete would you like to have mm. have seen with a non injury career and just imagine how many majors Tiger would have won if he never got injured. It was Hunter Mahan said it was actually it, they were asking about NFL players. If you could yeah. pick a player that didn't have an injury, and Hunter Mayhem responded, responded saying Tiger. Hunter Mayhem re- responded with himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a great name! I, I love. Hunter. I actually do have a, another Tiger stat, which I just love the Tiger stats. But um, in their first twenty-two majors, Jack won. Jack Nicholas won seven. Tiger won eight. Jack was forty over par for those. Tiger was was eighty-one under. Ridiculous. A difference of 121 strokes. Anyway, I think thing is like I just we're gonna yeah people just won't appreciate how good he was like just about yeah. got caught the end of his dominance yeah. but like 
in, in another generation's time they'll be like oh it's just Tiger Woods same way that we don't appreciate Jack Nicholas, but like if you look at those sort of stats you see how much better Tiger was yeah yeah I think I'm all taked out lads what do you reckon I'm ready I, think so. I need a coffee I'm ready to start with the work <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, folks I, thank I, you very much I haven't much. even packed my bag yet <laughs> oh you're flying to Portugal today will you yeah nice yeah and not playing any golf no, well, that's not that's not true. I I did get a show of hands of about four people, so that's a four ball if I'm my maths oh, are correct. I'd go play by myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get me like, out, out in Larangel or something. Larangel, what a spot. Um, McGinley has his show on Sky Sports at the moment. Ireland's greatest, or oh. sorry, greatest golf holder. Or something. Yeah, he, he's in they're... Portugal. It's tough to watch now because it's, oh, ah, it's yeah. welcome, Lou. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't watch it. I can't watch it. That, that might... TV show has been on repeat for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> Chief, Chief Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Um, All right, lads. Shall you best of luck this evening? Yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we might have a few guests lined up for soon, so stay tuned. We, we have some good good stuff coming. All right, lads. See you later. Bye-bye.